the U.S. is doing better than the news media might lead one to believe when it comes to Southeast Asia, by which I mean there is still a preference writ large for the U.S., warmer feelings toward the United States in the most populous countries of Southeast Asia. Hi, I'm Greg Poling, Senior Fellow and Director of the Southeast Asia Program and the Asia Maritime Transparency Initiative here, and I am here to talk about my recent report, Assessing U.S. and Chinese Influence in Southeast Asia, written with my colleague Andreka Nadlagawa. The report pulls together all the public and elite opinion polling that's been done across Southeast Asia in recent years to get a more granular sense of how publics across the region really feel about important questions related to U.S. and China. Too often, policymakers base their perceptions of what the U.S. is doing or should be doing on nothing but anecdotes. You know, I went and talked to six guys in Singapore, and here's what Southeast Asia thinks. Well, Southeast Asia consists of 10 countries and 700 million people. So what we want to do here is collect a clear sense of how publics and elites really feel about the U.S., about China, about their relative strengths, and where there are huge gaps. And there are huge gaps. There are a lot of things and a lot of places where we just don't know, and policy is being made based on nothing but rumor and anecdote. The biggest takeaway is that the U.S. is doing better than the news media might lead one to believe when it comes to Southeast Asia, by which I mean there is still a preference writ large for the U.S., warmer feelings toward the United States in the most populous countries of Southeast Asia. The U.S. polls far better than China in the Philippines and Vietnam, which is probably not a surprise to a lot of people. The U.S. also, though, polls better than China in Indonesia, the most populous country in the region. I'd also note that China does better on perceptions of economic weight across the board, but there's no clear correlation between that and overall soft power. Whether or not you get a heck of a lot or just a lot, Chinese investment and trade doesn't necessarily mean that you like China better. But the U.S. still has huge comparative advantages, especially this well of soft power and popularity that too often we act like has already eroded. And it hasn't. Second big takeaway, we need a lot more polling. You know, we have groups like Gallup and Pew out there polling publics in the U.S. and Europe, Japan, multiple times a year on every issue under the sun. And yet, Places on earth where billions of people live and where the actual competition between the US and China is playing out go completely unsurveyed for the most part. And then policy is made completely in the dark or based on assumptions from a handful of meetings in smoky conference rooms. One of the reasons that we wanted to do this work is because we hope it's a building block. Southeast Asia is at the front lines of US-China competition, but it's just one of the places in the developing world or, or the global south in which this competition over norms is really going to play out for decades. I would love to see the same kind of work applied in places like Sub-Saharan Africa, potentially in Latin America, the Middle East, and South Asia as well. To read the full report, Assessing U.S. and Chinese Influence in Southeast Asia, please visit CSIS.org.